Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Liberty Squadron Podcast. My name is Andrew Lewinsky and I am joined this week with Zach Cady. Heyo. And Brett Freeman. Hey everyone. Cool. So the Band League has just kicked off. We're super excited about it. Literally probably like an hour ago. So by the time this airs, I hope to have some of the games completed and I'm really excited to have all the data coming in and all the fun that's going to um, pursue with this band league. So if you're still interested, shoot us an email at Liberty Squadron Podcast at, uh, at gmail.com. There is a wait list and we will be accepting invites and getting people in every three weeks with the pods um, that we're going to be refreshing things. So if you still want to get in on that, and we're going to be talking about this a little bit later about the band league, um, definitely check it out. But first, we're going to go into any news. We don't have that much. I know this is a little bit late to the game, but Gen Con was canceled, so we're not getting a Worlds this year. Not Worlds, a Continentals tournament, at least at Gen Con. Or what, was world, its, what was its name now? Not Continentals anymore? No, I think it was still super Continentals. Grand, grand Masters Super Awesomeness yes. Tournament? At Continentals. At Continentals. At Got Continentals. it. At Continental well, Breakfast. Correct. Um, so that is canceled. We haven't gotten an official announcement from FFG yet, but I mean, if Jeff Gen Con's canceled, you know. We're hosting it anyways. Maybe. Let's see if Nova gets canceled. (laughs) In the husk of Gen Con. Uh, The campaign against cancer has also been canceled. That was slotted to go on July 18th, but they made the call on that to cancel that uh, not enough stores are going to be open and able to run it, so they are canceling it too. I know I want to relay this message because I had to like dig for it, but they said that if you... uh, they are going to donate any entry fees to the charity event, which is uh, nice of them. But if you really do need that money back, check them out on Facebook. I think you can contact them um, if you do need to like get a refund somehow. Uh, next on the news, FFG announced single-player mode. So now you can blame your dice twice. Um, nice. I believe that's the tagline. I'm that on. is, yes. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Single player, blame your dice twice. So I have not read this article. I am super not interested. I do not want to play by myself uh, in the matter of X-Wing, at least. Um, do either of you guys, have you looked at this? Nope. Nope. <laughs> All right, so I I just recently looked at it. Like, That's a lie. Right you didn't with, actually with, look at it. Within the last five <laughs> minutes, I, I skimmed through it. Um, it. It seems like it could be Brown fine. Laser. I mean, <laughs> like maybe it's a way for us to get like a you know cooperative X-wing, and that would be cool. Like they said, this is basically like an open beta test. So whatever, I'm I'm super not interested in that right now. With you know, I don't want to be playing <laughs> sad X-wing at my dinner table. The world no. is already sad enough at the moment. I, like I I'll play with you agree. on tabletop simulator. Exactly right. Like it's so easy right now to go find a game against a real person that I I don't really have any interest to to do this right now but if they make a cooperative game like i'd be so in and i can't imagine yeah. anyone really wouldn't be if this leads to greater things i'd be super in but um you know i, I tried to get my wife and she wouldn't play with me so i just threw it on the, threw it threw it away until uh this corona is all over so, i would say i think it's a better article to get than like just a ship preview or something like fair. i mean there are some people i'm sure are like incredibly excited for this um, so, you know, I'm glad if they had to give us some kind of news, it was this instead of, you know, something we'd be done 
digesting in five minutes, but I guess, but there's still way better ways of playing with yourself. (laughs) Okay. So (laughs) let's move into the band league. Uh, Single player is now banned. Um, All right. So like I said, we literally just launched an hour ago. People are starting to uh, match up their games. We have a total of 56 players. We're hoping to have a total of 64 by tomorrow um, with the late registrations coming in. Um, so we're just going to go over like a little bit of our predictions, some bold, uh, accusations, whatever you want to call them, <laughs> um, of what we think is really going to pop up. Like, I mean, like we have, you know, we're shaking up the meta a little bit this first week. I think this is going to be the easiest to predict. Like we, we still have a lot of information, but I also know at the same time, I think people are kind of taking this opportunity to really branch out there and figure out different things. So like, as, like I said, we're going to see things that we've already seen before, but people might be saving them. They might be like, okay, I don't want to run this because it might be very beneficial to me in my third week. So I don't want to get it banned. Um, so I'm, might, it might be interesting to see how this first week shakes out and the creative list that people come up with. So Jonathan could have joined us tonight with our Rebel Expert. So, Zach, you're the next best thing. I, I am our next best Rebel Expert. I do want to touch on one thing, though, that uh, goes with what you were kind of saying about like the strategy behind picking lists. I'm also like interested to see how many players... I, I fully expect most players will try and get their games in as quickly as possible because people are just super itching to get in good games of X-Wing right now with everything going on, like not being able to get your regular store nights in, all that. But I do wonder if there's going to be like the super competitive players out there that do kind of like wait and try and backload their games during the weeks so that way they can see kind of the meta that plays out in front of them. Oh, yeah, I'm playing all my games at 645 on Sundays, so. You yeah. would. <laughs> you're banned already uh, but yeah I, I am interested to see if like anyone gets like into that level of like gamesmanship and like strategy of like I want to wait and see like what's getting discussed in the general channel and get a feel for what I think the meta is going to be and then counter pick the meta yeah that's very fair and one, one thing we did that I, I like just to toot our own horn a little is we made it so you can't see the list that other pods are playing unless they do discuss it in general. So there's not going to be a ton of data for someone to be able to, to use. But, at, least, uh, at least not during the week itself, right? Like I, right, I, yeah. We are going to try and figure out a way to be posting up the lists somewhere. We haven't quite figured out the method for that yet, but I, I would do want to try and like get to like after the week's over, here's all the lists from last week. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, but at that point, then there's a whole new meta. Yeah. Because there's a exactly. whole new set of bands. But you can maybe pull some threads out of like what the previous meta was. Sure. All right. Um, but anywho, to the factions, to the rebels. There you go. Um, so yeah, so we kind of just went through like each of the factions and just if Andrew and I were playing or if you're playing against Brett, what he will be playing. Brett um, just copies everything on this list and it's just going to be like, I'm going to choose this this week. Pretty much. That's what I'm expecting for Brett. He usually just picks whatever I pick for him. That's Paul. Oh, well, you're both the same person. <laughs> same team. Uh, uh, back to Rebels. Back to Rebels, finally. Uh, yeah, so just thinking like through like with Luke out, um, with Braylon out, what do Rebels look like? And I, for me, I think a few things stand out. I think 
Wedge obviously stands out as one of the remaining few remaining I6s left in the game. I think like and with some of the I6s that he's afraid of being less prevalent and, you know, Vader, uh, Anakin, those sorts of things. I think he maybe gets some see a little bit more play. And then I think like the other like specific ship would be Han, like a fat Han. Again, I6. Right. Still around. Still good ability. I six still around and also two of the most popular like pilots just in Star Wars yeah. like, canon, right? Yep. Yeah, like, I think a lot of people that want to play this will come back to these two. Oh yeah. And that being said, like I do think like Han with K2SO and Nia Num is just stupidly good right now. Like, I think people were sleeping on it pre bans. And now maybe it becomes a little bit more prevalent. Like it's just having that free calculate every turn. And still having like a pretty wide open dial is good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Andrew. Nothing. I was just thinking. Um. I mean, uh, we're talking about Han right now, but I also think Lando can make it a little bit of an appearance too. Yeah, uh, I can see that, especially with K two. Um. You know, this build I think is perfect for that. That's some can... nuts. That's some nuts action economy. <laughs> exactly. So uh, I definitely think, I mean, I would love to see large bases kind of make a little bit more of an appearance. I mean, we might get to the point that we just ban enough ships that you have to take large bases. <laughs> so um, it, it'd be interesting to see like something like double Falcons pop up or. It's uh, true. I think, I think what we might see a lot right off the bat from rebels is five X and yeah, I mean, granted we know it's good. It's good in hyperspace and you know, this isn't quite hyperspace, but I mean, with the restrictions of certain pilots, I think we know that it, it could pop up and it's a simple enough list that has a enough of a punch that, um, yeah. could make an appearance. Yeah. That was the other thing I was going to bring up is like, personally, if I was flying in rebels week one, I'd probably be bringing some sort of mixed X-Wings list. So either 5X-Wings is solid, it's easy, it's got a lot of punch, or drop down to four and bring some names. Like, I was having a lot of fun and a lot of success running... What was it? It was like Wedge, Porkins, uh, Levin Tenza. Colby Sperato. Yeah, it was Colby Sperato and Thane. Yeah, it was Wedge, Thane... Colby, Sprato, and Porkins. That's what I was running. And, like, had a lot of fun and a lot of success with it. And, like, it's only going to be all the better now. Like, it's just four-ship efficiency. Like, Rebels are just burrowing in deep with what they already did well, which is being efficient. Right. I, uh, I'm on the train of 5X is still just a Darwin test and is not going to do anything special here. That's That's a very valid point. Um... But it could be like one of those lists that you're just like, okay, this is available to me. I'm going to take it. And I mean, like, granted, like, put that in the hands of a decent player. I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world. So, oh, yeah, it's, 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 it's definitely something to keep an eye on. Oh, yeah. Five well, with three dice ships. It's pretty solid. But well, with Proton Torps being out, does that make it all the better? Like, I think, like, one of the things 5X is afraid of is things throwing more dice than them, and now it's pretty hard to throw more dice than them. Maybe. Oh, uh, we'll have to find out. Someone run 5X. Yeah. Tell us how it goes. Somebody do it. And then I see, uh, pretty sure this was Brett, you threw this on the notes, uh, B-Wings. B-Wings are still good. They didn't change. We just took out Braylon. 
Yeah. Tenum is still good. Yeah, Ten is still good. The generic's still good. Yeah, the generic's Gina, still- not so good. At least I, I think Gina's, Gina sucks, but Gina's good if you bring her with Ten Nub. That's I mean, I, like, I don't know enough about Gina. But I mean, like just going back to like Zach, your first uh system open uh for second edition, you brought the four B wings and didn't they have advanced sensors on the generics? Yeah. So I mean advanced sensors on generics and then Braylon on ten. Right. So I mean if you just get rid of ten, you can have some kind of fellowship there and uh you definitely got something going there. Yeah. Like I, I definitely think there's some good stuff there. And the only other thing that I was point out, kind of going back to Han, is like if you keep Han pretty light with like K two S O Nian Num in the Falcon title, you still have space to throw like Wedge and Porkins in with him, and that's still one ninety six. Sure. Like he's so light now that if you keep him on the leaner side of fat, you can fit some pretty cool shit in with Han these days. So can we just talk about K2SO and Nian for a second? And and if you need anything else, like, cause so here's my, my thought always with, with K2 on the Falcon is now I need engine upgrade because if I boost now, I, they, I can't Nian next time. They know I can't where with like Lando beforehand without K2SO, you didn't need engine upgrade because you always had Nian on there. So you have like 12 blue maneuvers to pick from. I know it's not really 12, um, but so your dial is still wide open, even if you're stressed. So do you think that in order to really make Han work and give him that, you know, arc dodgy feel, you would need engine upgrade or would you go without it? Cause I don't know if I'd go without it. I'd go without it. I mean, I think at seven points, it's still a luxury buy. I don't think it's a necessity buy because I just don't think he's arc dodgy in the same way anymore. Right, and and I also think with engine upgrade, like it's n- exactly that. It's a luxury where it's nice to have, but you're probably only boosting to get out of arcs. Like you're probably not like willy nilly just been like, okay, I'm gonna boost here. Like you, there's a purpose for that. So I mean, like if you're boosting, you probably have an out some way or another. Um, yeah, I think like Han just plays differently in two point than one point where like you could just always be boosting out of arc because you would still always have a shot because 360 turrets and that's just not the case anymore so now like boosting is like a more thoughtful thing yeah so usually when i fly han i don't have engine upgrade on him it's just if i have k2 in the list that's what makes me feel like i might need him because you get that stress beforehand so i I would agree if it wasn't seven points if it wasn't seven points i would agree I know, so K2 almost feels to me like it has, like, a a tax. Like, I don't get the boost if I want to get the most value out of K2. No, I think you're just making choices. Like, I think this just means you have to make choices, which is what X-Wing should be. I like all of the things. That's why I fly Jedi. (laughs) I I know. I know. But this just means that you actually have to have some skill and make thoughtful tactical decisions during the game. Wow! (laughs) Shots fired, everyone. (laughs) Speaking of shots fired and probably missing, Imperials. Yeah, I don't um, know. Yeah. I saw a bunch of Imperials do a bunch of damage to Han Solo this week. Did, did you? you? Did I you? Did. Jinx. I did. Are you sure? Where'd you see he this? Just went poof. Where'd you see are this? You sh- are you sure? Because I was flying scum. Scum Han Solo, right? Yeah. But, okay. Uh, uh. <laughs> That's uh, not right. hard. <laughs> Sorry, Andrew. 
I mean, I'm out of the loop on this one. I'm I'm with the listener. <laughs> uh, for the listener, I I do a weekly stream with my buddy Mike, where we play some X Wing. Uh, we did our first band league game. I mean, not officially part of the league, but following the band league format this week. And I flew a a scummy Han uh, old Tarot Gurry list against his four strikers and Echo. Which leads me to my first point for Imperials. I think tie strikers as filler are just really effing good. I mean, yes. I mean, five striker Wampa we know is uh, is not just a meme. Yeah. It's not. Is, is still really good and even better now. With yeah. not as many ice I mean, Imperials still have a, a wealth of triple ace options. Like, yeah. There, there's no Whisper, there's no Vader, but there's still Soontir, there's still the Inquisitor, or Grand Inquisitor, there's still Duchess, there's still uh, Echo. I mean, Imperials almost have too many choices right now, it feels like, still. This faction is just stacked. Yeah. I mean, I would like to see, I mean, I don't think we're going to see any Punishers, because they kind of rely on Proton Torps. Um, yeah. If you're bringing plasma types, I don't know if you're. It's just going to be a waste of points. Um, but yeah, I definitely agree that they have a lot of options. Like I would love to see some decimators pop up. Yeah, I think decimators are probably pretty good because again, like less four attack die ships. And with you know, I mean, proton torps with those crits, the crit yeah. per decimator is just so so much. Yep. So having that guaranteed crit out is is nice. Yeah, I, I think that I think plenty, plenty, plenty of Suntir, which I'm personally excited to see because Suntir I think is a very like high skill ace still. So people bringing him doesn't really mean much because if you don't fly him right, he's not a good chip. Yeah, yeah. So which is why I'm kind of excited for him to be like their I six that's left. I think we're going to see a lot of the Inquisitor. I think people are going to catch on to the Inquisitor because um, he's good. He's force points. And, I mean, I guess that's, like, the most you can do with it. I mean, he can bring missiles, which is fine. But I really think that the Inquisitor might be the staple going forward with uh, Empire at the time being. Which I'm also, like, super comfortable with because I think he's good but not S-tier good. Personally, right. What were you gonna say? I, he's he can be a three diet gun basically every turn. Um, I mean, he can force evade every single turn basically. Uh, it's it's hard to see a reason not to take him for fifty five points. Now, I don't want to throw missiles on him. Like I know you can put rockets on him, um, but I I'm not a big fan of that strategy personally. Like I want to just keep him as cheap as I can. Sure. Because um, I think he's just better at staying alive and kind of like, you know, being a, a pain in the butt than he is, you know, being, a, you know, a big heavy hitter. Well, that's the thing is I think like why like I'm OK with him and why I don't consider him S tier is kind of like Han without engine upgrade. Like he does require some tactical decision making. Like, yeah, he can be a three attack die ship every round. But that means he's only working on one force respectively for everything else. Cause if you need the force point to go three attack die, then. Oh yeah. Right. But you also just, you know, if you're in trouble, you, you turtle up, 
you don't spend the force to get that extra die, and now you're, you know, a defender that's, almost. But that's what I'm saying, is you yeah. have to make that tactical decision. Like, it leads to you having to make a tough decision of, do I make him good offensively or good defensively? He can't do both in the same round overly well. Brett, what was that last ship that you just said? A defender? Defenders? I think we're going to see a lot of defenders. Oh, yes. <laughs> Look like, at that segue. I don't know what I did. Yeah, I, I mean, first off, I've heard just so many people who are excited to fly defenders. I yeah. mean, I, I personally love defenders. And the first list I made when we came up with the bands was Suntir, Inquisitor, and a defender. And I'll probably fly that the first week. Uh, or, I don't know, maybe I'll go scum. Who knows? But, like, that's a, that's a really solid list. It still has a, you know, a bid. It's got room for toys on all of them. It's, Is the it's probably the upon us. Yeah. I mean, it's probably one of the strongest lists out there. Wouldn't you think? Probably. Probably. I mean, yeah, I think Imperials are still going to be triple aces and they've just got a wealth of options to do that still. Um, I still would love to see them go a little bit more ace plus mini swarm, but that's just me. That's just my personal flight preferences now i mean that's that, you know, fair especially now that like howl runner like unlike you know hyperspace howl runner and uh Aiden are back um oh i would be really interested to see if we do see any tie swarms pop up yeah like we brought back some of their their biggest toys crack shot yeah Aiden, howl runner like Crack swarms still could be a thing. Uh, but I, 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 if we do see that, I don't think it'll be until later in the game. Um, I don't think anyone, especially on TTS, I, I know it can be a little bit hard uh, running that many ships. But um... uh, when I played Mike this week, he had a good idea. He uh, gave each of his uh, TIE Strikers an actual name. Oh, that's, not, that's pretty decent. So besides just colors, he also had names for everyone. Which also just made it kind of fun to watch. Like, I was like, no, not Gerald! <laughs> yeah, Gerald. poor Gerald. Not poor. None of none of his strikers died. It's almost like he was playing single-player X-Wing. Pretty had... much. Nice. Um, uh, Alright, so do we think anything else? I mean, like, like I said, I think I, I would love to see Decimators pop up. Um, I'm not counting on them being making a big appearance but because they still have all these cool things so here i mean here's my thought on decimator is that if i fly it i want to fly it then with an expensive vader or an expensive whisper like rack plus one of those two and both of those options are gone so so like the the partner i would want to put with rack is just not really there i mean i guess when i'm really cheap uh i do not i i don't think suntir can carry that load at least not consistently. What about putting it with a second decimator? I think uh. I can't pull that off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and then the other thing that I didn't really throw on the list, but I still think like Lambda plus two aces is still going to be a thing that's around. Yeah, I, I mean, Palp is probably... Palp's still here. I mean, there's yeah. no reason that he can't be a, a decent force in this, so... I mean, Palp makes Suntir just so much scarier. Yeah. Right. When you put Psy and Suntir and Palp together, like it's, he's a real force to be reckoned with. I see what you did there. Hey. Ah. Do you remember when everyone was like, "New Palp is dead." Yeah. Yeah. And he's yeah. still here. 
Mm-hmm. We were all very bad at X-Wing. Not all of us. All right, so let's. that's a scummy thing to say. We're going to move right <laughs> on into scum. Um, Andrew, you play this faction yeah, a lot. Yeah, I play this faction. I know these names. All right, so Zach, you made a really good point off air. Is robots, I don't think anyone's really looking at this yet, but maybe you should be. Uh, robots are I-4s. You can fit three of them if you want to. You can fit two with something else. You can fit two with a ton All of upgrades. So they're really Swiss army knifey. Um, and if they aren't a lot of stuff hunting them, they become the hunters. So it's definitely something to play around with. I'm not going to tell you all everything that you can do because you should be able to figure that out. But um, there, there's definitely at least something to consider with this building. Uh, I mean, yeah, next, at the very least, they're like an eight health, three agility ship. Yeah, three agility, three cacti ship on eight health. Like uh, you can fit three of these. I mean, granted, they lose the full throttle, but they're kind of like defenders, just medium base. Yeah. Um, so I mean, the double calculate is kind of like your. Uh, Full throttle ability. Yeah. So can someone Bring the to- token passy ones and there you go. Can someone tell me what Andrew shenanigans means in the uh in this <laughs> Oh any of your like scum soup shenanigans, like what you won the last tournament you showed up to with. Bully <laughs> Tarani Yes, I think Sunny you- Bounder, that nonsense. You won't have Ben anymore right now, but slot in something else there. Old Terok, just throw old Terok in there. Yeah. No, um, I'm having a lot of fun. Like Scum has always been my faction, so I mean, one of the things that, like, you can, it's almost like playing Gotcha Wing, and like I'm sorry that like I know some people don't like that, but it's they're based on shenanigans, and Tarani's gonna be really good. Sunny Banner is freaking good, um. Old Terok's gonna be amazing. Paylob, Torkoal—they're all still here for the time being. So there's no reason to probably not fly them. I think this is probably going to be one of the heaviest flown factions in the first week, at least. Um, so, I, I mean, and I think like my case against the Gotcha Wing idea is I think what Scum is from a game design perspective is it's a lot of things whose triggers depend on your opponent doing something wrong. Yes and no. Um, a lot of the times, like it, it comes down to like what is avoidable and what is not avoidable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, you could be right. I, I mean, in a certain aspect where, like, if, if you don't know the triggers, um, I mean, and for me, that's why that's why I draw the line against gotcha wing. Like, it, that's not a gotcha. Like, it's up to you to know your opponent's stuff just as much as you're supposed to know your own stuff. Right, but I mean, at the same time, it could be something like, you could have, like, a little bit of hard counters, where, like, if you're flying a Tarani uh, list against something like a Separatist Vulture Swarm, it's, you would think that, like, all those guns on the Vultures, uh, of the Vultures on Tarani would just kind of shred him, but I, I think at the same time, people underestimate, so maybe that it still is gotcha wing to an ex- extent that um that you have to kind of not underestimate the power that these things can put out where like if tarani gets that one snapshot off in bullseye 
he's probably taking a vulture off in the activation almost. So, I mean, it's good. Yep. Yep. Um, What else we got here? Guri. Guri is probably going to be the ace of scum. There's no question about that. You just throw advanced sensors and whatever else you want. Throw a... Throw Cat Scarlet with her. She'll be fine. Um, Don't skip over Sunny Bounder. I, well, I mentioned Sunny Bounder. <laughs> I, I mentioned Sunny Bounder and Anderson shenanigans. Uh, Sunny Bounder is... Don't sleep on her. I don't know how many times I have to say Sunny Bounder. Hero of the Resistance, too. Hero of everything. Hero of my heart. Um... And then finally, Dengar. I mean, I know people still kind of scoff at it, but didn't Dengar win uh, one of the Jank Tanks? Or not Jank Tank, the uh, Space Jams? Yeah, one Space Jam Rome. Doesn't Matt Carey over at the Midwest Scrubcast, uh, don't they owe someone some templates, or does that not count as a uh, as a high-level tournament? I think it does. Ooh. Shots fired. Midwest Scrubcast, I believe you owe someone some templates. And uh, if we can get that word out, definitely relay this to them. Because I remember when he was on our show, he definitely said if anyone wins a tournament, a high-level tournament, I believe it was regional or higher, that they would get them templates with a jump master. So uh, get on that. Uh, but all right, anyway... So yeah, Dengar, he might have lost Proton Torps, but he still got Plasma Torps are pretty good. Auto Blasters are awesome. I personally like Maul on Dengar. I mean, yeah. it might sound crazy I'm instead of bringing the um, instead of bringing the title, which you know, with if you're bringing the title, it's just R5P8 is an auto lock. But I definitely think Maul is the way to go. No, I'm with you on Maul, like over the title, like especially if you're bringing. I mean, originally Proton Tops, but now Plasma's. Like, his odds are not firing out of his front arc at range two or three all that often to begin with. Like, twice per game is probably about right. Yeah. And then the rest of the time, he's going to be firing range one or out of the side arc. So, what good does the title do you there? Right. Yeah, and it, it frees up that arc that you can have it always to the side, so... Yep. Or back, or whatever you need to do with it. So. Exactly. It's good to have that going. Um, I mean, but you also could probably just take a cannon. But I still think you know because then you need the turret facing forward because of the ability. Um, yeah. So my point stands that definitely uh, drop the title. Don't don't mess with it. Just take Maul or Triple Zero or even IG88D. Hold on, wait, yeah. I'm, I, wait. I'm not sure. What do you mean you need the turret facing forward for the ability? If you were to bring both a t- uh, cannon and his title. Right, and you so have the, the, the cannon. Oh, yeah. The cannon's primary, or not the cannon? Oh, yeah. the uh, the, ter- or the title is primary. Yep. Yeah, I mean the cannons a, or the title's a waste. Right, right. Like I, I think there's no point really in taking it. I think you bring right the title now. if you're trying to just bring him as cheap as humanly possible, also being remotely effective. Then you bring just the title and literally nothing else on him. Yeah, but I just don't think that's that good. But. In retrospect, he is an I-6, so, yeah. I mean, he might have a place where he can just blow something off the table. Yeah, entirely possible. Um, anything else? Uh, Torkoal's still around. Don't forget about Torkoal. Yeah, the um, Hawks in general. Yeah, all the Hawks. Still, um, still thing. There's a ton of swarms that are available. Seek swarm. I have a feeling that we're going to be banning a lot of scum come week two, so... Um, 
I probably get your scum in while you can. Um, other than that, I'm sure there's stuff that I'm missing, but scum is so stacked right now that you're you're fine. Go mess around with it and have fun with it. Uh, go ahead, Brett. Take your babies. I I wouldn't call Republic my babies right now. I I mean they they have options. There's still a you know a ton of named Jedi out there, but. I don't know if it's that I'm burnt out on Jedi or what, but every time I look at them, I just immediately start looking at the Imperial or Scum Shinies instead. Um, this happens I mean, to all of us after too long of playing Republic. It's true, I guess, yeah. Like, I think that's may- why no one felt bad about it collapsing into the Empire. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, Mace Windu, 3 Force, great ability. Plo Koon, I-5, you know. Not a great ability, but situation situationally can help, I guess. Um, but you're really just paying for the i5. Um, I think the more exciting thing is, you know, we haven't gotten the fly v19s for a long time, um, because they weren't in hyperspace. So, you know, now those are all back. So, you know, people can bust out their sinker swarms if uh, they're so inclined. Um, I I tried to come up with some ways to include Y wings, like Anakin in a Y wing, and no, Zach had some no. some strong opinions about Are that. Are you fucking crazy? <laughs> and I I have to agree with him. I mean, I I don't think that now is the time for Anakin in a Y wing to shine. Um, Maybe when literally everything else that's I five and above is banned. If that happens, then maybe he becomes a thing. But even then, I doubt it. So I I don't think he's anywhere near as bad as you think he is, but. Especially with the other Anakin not not available, but hey, proton maybe Corps, Anakin's available. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe Anakin is available. Maybe Anakin, I think, is going to make a real good appearance. Maybe Anakin with plasmas can do some. Work. Oh yeah, even not even advanced proton sorbs. That thing's deadly, man. Yeah, That's I, true. God, I have zero oh. interest in flying that. I don't know. Maybe I'm burnt out on Republic, guys. I don't know, but. Literally everything we're talking about just sounds horrible to me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think my big thing is Mace Windu, like being able to be playable again for Republic. Like I had a lot of fun playing him when Republic first came out. Like he was the thing that was just always in all my lists. And then like he kind of just got phased out because it was just like if you're bringing Republic, why are you not bringing something that's I five or higher? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I took Mace to a lot of tournaments last year, having that that you know. Uh, like self regen whenever you do a, a force whenever you do a red mover is really strong, but you know there is still a lot of i five and above out there. And if he's really the strong piece in your list, I, I think you're probably struggling. I think you just need to get better. I know, I know. Zach is very anti Brett today. <laughs> <laughs> I just want you to have better opinions. Bully the bullies. That's what I gotta say. Exactly. Uh, speaking of bullies, separatists. Oh, I want to take separatists. Okay. All right, all you. Okay, so I. Uh, uh, okay, I'm gonna hold, <laughs> I'm gonna make my bold prediction. My bold prediction right now, right? I think separatists are going to be the winningest faction in the league. As and in, like the highest win percentage of like. It's just going to have the most wins throughout, combined with everyone. Oh, yeah, we'll say win percentage because, um, but I, see, I think, my bold prediction is I don't think more than two people play it week one. That's fine, but I, I think that win percentage is going to be a hundred percent. And I'm not even just talking the. We should write these down, but I, I'm not even talking just week one or two. I'm saying the entire twelve week league 
I think that Separatists are going to be the winningest faction. Um, if we unlock Separatists, the Trade Federation drones, they're going to be back. I'm super pleased with running Grievous lately. I think, you know, when they drop those points, like, he just got so much better. Even at I-4, we were just talking about earlier that, like, there's not that many hunters out there um, for I-4s anymore. So he could really have a time to shine. Um, he's hard to kill. When I played my opponent, they were cursing me when they got crits because of the whatever the I don't can't remember if it's the title. Impervium the, plating. Impervium plating. Uh, just chucking crits, and I really think Grievous is going to shine a little bit. Maul is still here. Maul is amazing. I think um, even uh, so. I don't know if. With Proton Torps, I liked him with Proton Torps, but I think he's still going to be there with droids. Um, you could bring a Grievous Maul and probably like a, I don't know, a hyena or something, and you'll probably have a good time. Like, oh man, I, I could go on about Grievous. I, I just think he was probably one of the better ships um, that people are sleeping on. Agreed. I would agree. Yeah. With everything that you've said so far. Right, and, and like, I mean, I, people might be like, well, the Trade Federation drones are out, blah, 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 we're not even going to touch, but I really think you look at these, and then you use these hyenas and these other vultures where you can, like, you, you just throw them in as filler, like, with these guys, you don't need to look at the Nantex, the Nantexes are gone, don't, I'm gonna, I don't even think we should talk about them, um, I totally disagree. Okay, well, okay. I um, disagree with Brett. All right, so, but uh, I think you could definitely throw these two in. Brett, did I play you with Maul and Grievous, or was it someone else? Uh, it was me. It was you. So yeah. would you would you agree with what I'm saying? Like, that? I mean, you took out, I I think I might have had... Uh, you conceded on round three. Oh, then it wasn't you. Anyway, um, I, I definitely think these two, and, and, like, I think I had a, I can't even remember what Nantex it was. It might have been... Uh, Sunvac, and I, I don't think I'm going to touch them for a long time. But these two like kept me in the game until the very end. Um, Are you sure this wasn't single player? No, this, you health? know, you know. I, I remember my opponent. No, now I'm not going to say who it was. But I mean, like my Nantex popped on like the first turn of combat, and then like Maul and Grievous just cleaned up the rest. Like it, it felt good. So I, I definitely think that you could fill something in with them. And go from there. Now, if you guys want to talk about the Nantex, be my guest. Right, so, look, I first not. off, I, I agree. I think that Grievous and Maul are the two ships I would be most excited about. But I don't know if with this league, with so many I-6s gone, the Nantex should just be completely written off. I think Sunfac is too expensive. I don't think it's it's going to be worth 82 points right now. But Burwer is an I-5, and with Ensnare is only 61 points. Like, that's less than... Two hyenas with plasmas. That's less than a hyena with plasmas, and you know a decently loaded out like droid. Like that ensnare ability is still really good, and if it helps, see the i five or the i four. The i five. Like I mean, I'm probably not going to be moving them, right? Like because I don't want to give them that ninety degree rotation option, but still the ability to just pass that tractor could be 
absolutely huge, and it's only sixty-one points, right? So yeah, you're saying it's only sixty-one points, but friggin' soon tier is like what? 53 points for one shot before it dies. Yeah, like I, yeah. I, I think I'm out. I'm out. I'm just gonna say, I just feel like if he's dying in one shot, then you gotta get good, right? I think you need to uh, fly this as your first week list. Yeah. No. Yep. I, I mean, no, no, that's what no. I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> Nantex swarm for Brett. I'm confident. He got real quiet happen, after that. But, well, I'm, I'm thinking, like, do I do I care enough where I really want to try it? And and no, I probably don't. Um, I just I just don't think that. I don't think I would take it, but I I could. I wouldn't be shocked if it turned out that Burwer is not garbage in this format. How about this? We'll have a frenzies game at some point this week, and we'll roll off at the beginning to see who has to play separatist with a Nantex. Perfect. That sounds great. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we'll have something to discuss next week. We might even stream that game. I that. will not be participating in this because it sounds like a bad time. Uh-huh. You can start <laughs> streaming, drink, and hang out and make fun That's of both fine. of fine. Yeah, whenever Zach and I play, it's not a bad time. That's one thing you can always always uh, be assured of. Especially right. Zach in the oh. evening. <laughs> I All love right. it. Yeah, so uh, I think... I don't know if you go with any kind of swarms here. But uh, the drones, and I forget, I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's there's, there's one hyena where, like, he, like, adds a dice and, like, rolls four dice at range zero to one. Yeah, I think it's DBS 404. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Um, uh, he's something that I'm really looking at as, like, a filler ship with this. So, uh, 404 is just an error message. Yeah. That's what's hilarious. Uh, so I don't, I don't know if I agree though that there's there's no point in looking at swarms. Uh, I mean you can you can still get a swarm that's very similar to what you had beforehand. Um, I, I think you just need to to give up basically all your struts. Um, so you give up your struts and you still have like an eight ship swarm. Um, I've never played a separatist swarm. It's not a play style I enjoy, so I'm not going to be doing that. But uh, you know, for someone who really is into that type of swarm thing i mean it's still there it's just you you don't get to cheat quite as much as you used to cheats McGreece. yeah i think there's better options is what i'm trying to say um but if that's what you want to do ted go at it um all right who wants to talk about fo zach you've been playing fo haven't you i'm done with separatist that's what i'm saying yeah yeah i i mean out of the three of us, I probably played FO the most recently. But to be fair, like the only thing in FO that I like seriously enjoyed was Kylo plus Mini Swarm. So with Kylo out, like my thoughts immediately just went to like, what else could I put with that same Mini Swarm? I guess Fun Reg out of the SF's backdraft probably over Quick Draw. I mean, Quick Draw may be better enough that's one of the few remaining I sixes, but I still just don't think Quick Draw is that good anymore. Just don't. So I think if and backdraft getting a little bit of a boost with less things moving before it, sure. Um, I mean backdraft gets the same boost that uh, the IGs get. Right. I mean quickdraw like, I think is definitely still uh, quickdraw should probably be one of your starting points just because of the I six that we've mentioned with every other faction. Um, yeah. There's no I sixes. Uh, I've been seeing a lot of people playing Hollow, so I'm sure there's something there that you can absolutely figure out. Yeah, I'm sure that yeah, Hollow will be a big thing. Um, I see other people put on FOJO. Like, I do still think just FO ties are much better than people give them credit for. Like, 
especially if you can throw um, b -b -b fanatical on them. Well, to to get the the eight, you can't throw anything on them. But yeah, I mean, what but, I Focho used to kind of kind of just not be able to compare to the separatist swarm that was out there because they had all the toys. And yeah. like I said, you don't get the same amount of toys. So I could see Focho being able to maybe hang with uh you know whatever separatist is able to put out now and i mean yeah, eight I ships is good it. i could see it i could see seven ships fanatical being good too like cut a ship add fanatical on everyone so they have defense once they start taking hits does fanatical work on defense no but it lets you use your action oh right, right 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 like once like when i was my mini swarm was um Kylo Ren, and then four of the lowest, the generics with EBTs, all with Fanatical. And it was just a case of, like, as soon as they got down into Fanatical range, I evaded just every turn. Right. And then just, cool, you're going to spend way too much time trying to kill this mini swarm while it's still pecking away damage at you. That's fair. Um, so I think, yeah. like I, I definitely think there's something there. And then, yeah. Tapson and things. Man, Tapson, man. I, I forgot he existed. Right? Right? No, we thought about banning him, and then we figured, what's the point? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> because we all forgot he existed until we thought of him for the ban. So when, like, the three people that run FOs run Tassin, and then he's, his points skyrocket if we were going to ban him, and then we two Tassin's banned. Yeah. Entirely possible. I don't know. I think Tassin's still good. Tassin still does exactly what Tassin's always has. He's just pricier now. Right. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's pretty standard across the board for what uh is going to be popping up with FOs. Yeah, I don't think this counts as a bold prediction, but I think FO uh is probably the lowest or second lowest played faction. We're counting that as a bold prediction. Okay, you can still make another bold prediction, but we're counting that. That that's fine. I just <laughs> feel like it's like kind of obvious, so that's why I'm saying I don't know if it's a bold prediction. Um. All right, it's so bold, but it's still bold. It's bold. It's like being like, "Hey, LeBron James is going to be good at basketball, guys." All right. Uh, so, last one is resistance. Um, now we banned ZZ, we banned Poe. I think we're still going to see some quad T seventies. I hate quad T seventies. Not as much as I hate five A wings. That's fine. Um. They have that one too many health, and you're just they're a pain in the ass. Uh, so I definitely think that's a something that we're going to be seeing a lot in resistance. If you are resistance, maybe you're going to have like some kind of salad with a T70, some A wings, some pods. What I'm really hoping we're seeing is some kind of rays pop up. Now I know. Oh yeah. I Poe and Ray, I flew a little bit and had a lot of fun with. But with Poe not being here, maybe we'll unlock Poe quicker than we think. Um, I, I think he might see... be one of the first ones we unlock, depending uh, on resistance play right. levels. I would love to see uh, some Ray builds pop up and really do some numbers on, on this league. So um, if you're listening and you are on the fence of what you want to fly, check out Ray. And then she'll get banned the next week. No, I'll never see. We can't. Week. We can't tell people to fly stuff because then they get banned. <laughs> Well, oh, but I mean, speaking of which, I did want to cover on this podcast. We had a few people ask us about why did Poe get banned. It's not like he was oppressive. Or we answered it like when it popped up in the Discord, but I just wanted to address it on the podcast as well. Like we banned Poe because 
of what he could potentially do without other I6s in the meta to compete with him. Right. Uh, that's, I think his ability is super strong. And I mean, I know we talked about Han, about him being able to art dodge and everything like that. But I, I think Poe had potential to really, and to really kind of like bully some things. And yeah. don't get me wrong, we're definitely looking at Han. We're definitely looking at Soon Tier. But I mean, if no one's playing them, then they're probably not going to be banned. But I, I highly doubt no one's going to play Soon Tier this week. Um, so, on that note, maybe Poe comes back pretty quick. We'll have to see if anyone even plays Resistance. Um, if no one plays Resistance, I think Poe comes back after week one. I think it's just, like, we haven't gotten to fly the Falcon since the points went down in hyperspace. Like, I'm so excited to get to, to fly those things. Like, they're really fun. Ray is, is such a good value. Is that what I'm going to fly? Yeah, is that what you're going to fly this week, then? I don't know. There's Everything except Republic, honestly, just and probably FO and Separatist sound fun, but <laughs> there there are options that do sound really fun. Everything that, sounds you know. fun except for FO, Resistance, Republic, Rebels, Scum. Oh, I'm back <laughs> at Imperials. It's not quite like that, but I, I mean... But it's close. Like, like so Ray, Nian, and uh, Greer. Uh, and Ray is completely decked out, right? She has a... Uh, Cora, she's got um, Rose, she's got the title, she's got Finn. Um, you just have optics on Greer, and then uh, pattern analyzer, title, and heroic on Nian, and that comes in right at 200 points. And I, I flew that a little bit, and that's like it's kind of a really fun list to fly. Um, I mean, Nian without a, a bunch of I6s is really, really a good value. Um, he is so strong. Ray can just joust anything to death, potentially. Um, and Greer, you know, has always been probably the strongest A-Wing until ZZ came around. So, I mean, you just have three really good pieces there that could hit really hard with, uh, with Ray and a double-modded knee in after a red maneuver. Like, I, I could see that list doing very well. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, I could see it. I can see it. You didn't tell me I suck. You suck. <laughs> yeah, you still suck. You still suck. But I do think this leads me to one of my other bold predictions. Got several still in my pocket, but I think this leads me to one of this may not again kind of like Brett's bold prediction not be that bold. Uh, my bold prediction is that week two and or week three we're gonna see some like really random ship or pilot get banned as people try to avoid the ships that we think should be played which leads to like a higher than random average of some weird i4 pilot we didn't name on this podcast showing up yeah that's a that's a pretty good point because like i mean we've expressed this that the bands are going to be randomized to an extent i mean like i said we're not going to just ban something that was not played but for the most part the bands are out of our control the I believe it's there's some kind of formula going on where it's the play rate and probably like the succession of a ship um, increases its ban percentage and then it will be randomized from there if it does get banned or not. Um, so it, it would be really interesting to see like I don't know one person play Sunny Bounder and then Sunny Bounder gets banned. 
Or just yeah. a bunch of people play Sunny Better. Like that's what my prediction is, is that we see like a bunch of people randomly fly Porkins and Porkins ends up on our band list week two. Sure. Like something like Porkins level. And then you can't fly Porkins for two weeks. What are you guys going to do? I mean, you did bring up my other bold prediction is that at some point before the league is over, Sonny Bounder is getting banned. Oh, I hope not. Like, if Sonny Bounder doesn't get banned, if Sonny Bounder doesn't get banned, I will pocket a Sonny Bounder altar for the entire league. So don't fly Sonny Bounder. People are going to hold me to that now. Um, okay, so do we, we have sure any are. bold predictions? Any other bold predictions that we want to make for the uh, league? I'm going 0-3 in this first pod. That's my bold prediction. That, you can't do that because... Oh, no, I'm going to try and game. win every single game. But... Are you just trying to get me to say that you're going to go 3-0? and I mean, if you want to say it, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since I lost three games in a row, but it's going to happen. I can just feel it. I can't fly Anakin in an either sprite. I don't know how to play X-Wing. That's my impression of Brian. Um. Okay, so on that note... What, we're done with our, our bold predictions? All right, no, do, no, I mean, no, you got more? Okay. Andrew, do you have any? I have do no have... more. That's, I'm, I'm making the boldest prediction of them all. I mean that is a pretty bold prediction. It's a really bold prediction, but I'm the winningest faction throughout the league, throughout just like the first pod. No, the entire league. Entire league. Okay, let me just update that so we have that in writing. (laughs) And we're going with the total number of wins, right? Um. Win percentage or total number of wins? Win percentage, because if like two people run. It, I mean, obviously, it's not going to. I mean, if two people run it twice and win both games and you've won at 100%, you need to put a minimum in, minimum five games. Right. Right. I mean, I would hope that five people play separatists throughout the entire thing. I don't know. This bold prediction is like now turning into like a, an underline or an italics <laughs> prediction. Like, Asterisk. I'm just not feeling it anymore. Says Brett's going to purposely run <laughs> separatists. <laughs> and, and I will lose. just lose. I'll be like, "Oh no!" I'll lose my three times. Odd one, and he'll not only make his bold prediction accurate, he'll ruin your bold prediction in the process. Yeah. I like this plan, Brett. I, it's perfect. I separatist for three weeks. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's not a bold prediction to say Suntier is getting banned week two, right? Like we all think that there's probably a good chance that happens. There's a good chance. It's it's bold to say it will happen. I mean, that's going to be up to the algorithm in the end, but you know, just because something's played a lot does not guarantee it's going to be banned. Right, of course. It's I, I would say Suntir is going to have the highest play rate of any ship in uh, the game. Ooh. I think that's a decently bold prediction. I don't... Yeah, that might be. I'll add that in there. Right, or not, right. Andrew, what do you think is going to be the most played ship? The most played ship or pilot? The most played pilot week one. Week one. Um, uh, I'll be thinking of mine while, while you're thinking. I want to say it's... Uh, I want to say Rebels. I, I think it's going to be 10-num. I'm going to say 10-num. I don't know why, but I think it's going to be 10-num. 
That's an equally bold prediction. Uh, I was I was also thinking rebels. That was the second faction I was thinking. So we clearly think rebels are showing up in force. I think so. I think they I, I, I was between Han and Wedge. Wedge yeah, I was thinking Wedge Han. Wedge. Yeah, I, I think Wedge, Wedge, Wedge is probably the right answer. Right, that's my bold prediction is Wedge. Yeah, yeah, that's that's gonna be my bold answer. Or I mean, I could cheese it and say uh, whatever the I two X wing is for. I just need several people to bring. No, no, one, one, <laughs> one per list is all it counts. Fair, fair. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going now with the uh, separatist drone, and I'll fly eight of them myself, and I'll make that happen. <laughs> Continuing to make your own predictions accurate, I like it. No, I, I think that's a good place to end. It. We we all have our most played pilot for week one. So soon tier for Brett, ten num for Andrew, wedge for me. And we'll see who wins after this week. That's like the one that we can very easily see which of the three of us is correct, or none of us is correct. In which case, Jonathan wins by default. Jonathan, oh. Jonathan's the house. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, did we just invent Craig Coin? God damn it. <laughs> all right um do we have any other bold predictions no it sounds like that's it okay i, I think that's it i don't think i have anything else that i'm like willing to put down in writing okay so next week we are planning on doing live podcasts where we will share a twitch stream link uh that will give you live feeds of the bands coming up. So the rounds will end this week. We hope to have everything should be over by 8 p.m. Philly time, Eastern Daylight Time, whatever it is called. 8 p.m. Every round should be over. Every match should be over and complete. That gives us time to analyze the data, punch it into the algorithm, see what's going to get banned. And then on live air, we will go over the what's being banned um so you can hear it first and then as soon as the episode's over we will post them in our discord uh so everyone can see and i believe uh update the squad builder as well um so that option is there um do you guys have anything else before we close out yeah yeah all right well again like i said if you are interested in joining one of the pods at a later date just drop us a line at liberty squadron podcast at gmail.com uh if you're a fan of the show check us out on patreon check us out on facebook and oh i want to thank everyone that signed up i mean we had 56 people right off the bat when we had i believe up to like 62 right now trickled in um so we should have that eighth pod firing off tomorrow and so, yeah, definitely thanks everyone that showed interest in this. We hope that you guys have fun. We're doing this for you. And hopefully uh, by the end of this pod, things start to go back to normal. And don't uh, fly Sunny Bounder. And don't fly Sunny Bounder. All right. Um, oh, prize support. So the first pod, uh, if you go 3-0 and in your pod, you the prize support is going to be, we got these like ace pilot cover, um, dial covers that we're going to be sending out. And also... I am in the process of making evade tokens. Um, so they're going to be like the first pod prizes. Uh, so like I said, the three and O's will get them. And then if you complete all three of your games, 
Uh, even if you go 0-3, if you complete them all, we're going to have like a drawing and you will be in the running to actually win some of the prizes. So it gives you incentive to stick around and keep playing. And if you don't complete your games, you're not going to be put into one of the next pods. So it's also one of the incentive. So like even if you go 0-3 in the you know first pod, the next pod you're going to be paired up with a bunch of other 0-3s probably. And that way you can maybe do a little bit better because they might be in the same skill set. Um on that note, I think we're going to close out the show. So thanks again for listening and have a great night.